What's good, everyone? We would like to welcome you to Spoken to Your Taste, the only place where we test how much we can talk about nearly everything. He's the guy with a collection of nicknames ranging from Braddy Boo, Braddy Cakes, Braddy Babes, to Braddy Daddy, Braddy Bear, Braddy Kins, and Braddy Boy, just to name a few. Call this astrology whore whatever you want, but you can never go wrong with calling him good old Brad. Hey, you ever thought about trying to get a world record counted for those nicknames? No, I haven't, but... Thanks for the suggestion. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> and she's the sad sun, Aquarius moon, and Taurus rising that basically reads as the greatest party host who can hold their liquor, maintain the good vibes, and make sure everyone is okay all at the same time. Don't call her whatever you want because we all prefer to call this feisty fellow Mel. I've only seen you black out maybe twice in the last six years of partying together, including underage and legal drinking. See, I'm good. What better way to express that than between two hosts from the same bloodline? You're not my brother, but you're my brother. That's sweet, Mel. You're pretty much my auntie who I call my cousin but actually feels like a sister. For those of you tuning in to our very first episode, here's how it's going to go down. Every episode, we're going to be choosing three different topics from a generator, and we'll just be talking about it, you know, something interesting, very fun, very different for everyone. And yeah. And then that's when we bring it all together at the end. Yeah, I mean, it's really up to all of you if you want to stay tuned and listen, but this episode is going to be very special. It's going to be our introduction episode where we just talk about ourselves, and you're just going to have to deal with that because throughout this entire podcast, all we're going to do is talk about ourselves, honestly. Look at Asmel. Just the first episode, guys. This is where you get to know us. We're going to be pulling different questions out from a hat, and, you know, once you're finished with it, then just jump on to any random episode you want. Before we do start, we did want to introduce somebody very special to us. The man, the myth, the legend. The one who never really talks, but does everything we ask him to. Here is our fact checker slash sound guy slash laptop controller, Josh. Hello. So from a list of 200 questions, we will be choosing 15. And that is how you will get the answers to us. You know? Okay, go ahead. Why I don't mean it be... scary like that. <laughs> I don't mean to make it too dramatic, but it's the weed. Okay. Do you, Brad, and I guess myself, believe in extraterrestrial life? Elaborate on why or why not. What's <laughs> kind of deep? Well, I'm not I, I, at first, I, I thought I wanted to say that I do, but I don't want to say I don't. <laughs> you know what? I'm overthinking it. I do. I just wish the concept of it was a lot more tangible to us. Like, besides the fact that it's only something that we've sensationalized. Like, the first thing that comes to mind is American Horror Story. And then when I had my little phase of being afraid of aliens. You remember that? Of course I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I had to ask Melanie to walk me... Walk with me down the hall just to get an extra blanket. You see, like, I think I I definitely believe in, like, like aliens and stuff, you know? Like, I feel like in other worlds, we def- there's definitely, like, different life, you know? I mean, who knows? Maybe they all just, they are all looking like us, like humans, you know? But 
I, I, I'd like to believe that there is other life. I mean, I know people will get scared about stuff like that, but I don't think it's something to be afraid of. Okay, but think about this. Um, I've seen Arrival, and I've watched from this episode of... Okay, anyway, but you got to think that if there are extraterrestrial life out there, and they have the capability of coming to our planet. Do you not realize how much smarter they are than us? Of how much they are much more capable of. Like, hence, freaking War of Worlds. Is that what the movie is? The Brad Pitt movie? No. That, oh. I, um, that's World War Z. The one with um, Dakota Fanning and Tom Cruise. Yeah, no, I don't think I've ever seen that. Josh, have you seen that one? Dakota Fanning and Tom Cruise? Yeah, War of... Uh, World of Worlds, I think. 2005, 4. World of Yeah. Wait. And then the yeah, 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 yeah. the aliens look like giant squids. Tripods. Tripods, yeah. And they have the diamonds on their head or something? I don't know, but like, that movie scared me. Yeah, right? Yeah, so shit like that. So, how could you not realize, like, what would their intentions be? Like, I'd be afraid. I'd be excited, but I'd be afraid because it's like, what do you want to do with us? Do you want to do the classic good old colonization thing? Because we've got a lot of that and enough of that going on down here on Earth. I feel like if, you know, if there's other life in other planets, like they probably already know what's what the hell is going on. And, you know, on Earth, they pro- they're probably already watching us, you know, they see us struggling and all that stuff. So if they wanted to take over, why didn't they take over when we was real struggling and we needed, you know, help? You feel me? Like, if they wanted to take, if their intention was to take over our our world, wouldn't they have done it sooner? Hmm. Like, wouldn't you pick, like, the best time to, like, take over, like, another world? That's That's a lot of theory, though. That's a lot of theory. Because who knows, what if they can... Like, what if they could bend time or whatever? Or what if they could see into the future? Or what if they have a multidimensional sense of time so that they already know when to drop in? And it could have happened already since time doesn't exist. Okay, I'm, yeah, it's pretty deep. But um, I'd also like to make a special shout out to Steven Universe because there's no other program about aliens that I enjoy more than that show. Uh, Rick and Morty. Okay, Rick and Morty's cool too. It's just a lot of violence, and that makes me scared of it. Eh, Futurama. Futurama's good. Futurama's good. All right. Let's see what else we can bore you guys with. (laughs) If you were given a chance to explore the oceans, go to outer space, or visit 50 countries, which one would you choose and why? Neither. I don't got time for all that. None of it? I don't know. I mean... I guess outer space, but... Exactly. I would, too. But, Just, like, how would that work? Like, is that, like, a mission? Or is it, like, in uh, in time, we can, like, go to outer space and, like, vibe out there? See, I would I would just say if it was... If I got to choose to go to outer space, I would ask to visit every planet and then come back home. Damn, you would, you would age yeah. so hard if you went to every single planet you probably wouldn't even make it past like five planets without like aging like 30 years 30 years yeah that's not bad yeah but like 30 years like i i guess like 10 years or five years each planet 
Jeez, really? That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's like you're going to be in this planet for like, well, like, you know what? It's not you who's aging. It's like the things around you that's aging. So is it going to be like some interstellar? Shit? Yeah. Like, you know how an interstellar like Matthew McConaughey, um, he went to that. What was that planet called? I don't, know. I don't know what it was, but he was in that planet. And then like Murph was like, by the time you see this, I'll be your age. And she was. And like, you know what I mean? Bro, by the time he saw her, she was already shriveling up in like her her bed, right? Okay, spoilers. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> this guy's giving away the whole movie. Jeez. So, but does that mean if I were to go, to, if I tried to visit as many planets as i can before coming back you guys would have aged faster yeah we probably would be dead by the time you came back it would be a whole new world like it would probably be some like a lot of years okay since you came back well i have taken astronomy so i think it would be my mission just to visit all of the inner planets that's like no further than mars right so like all the planets in our solar system no the inner planets because you have the inner planets and then the outer planets. Mm, so you would do like... I would do Mercury. I would do Venus and Mars. Yeah, and, yeah. And then if I really wanted to, I'll see if Earth is down. Is it Neptune that no. rains diamonds? Or is it Uranus? I think it's Neptune. It sounds like a Neptunian thing. I think thing. it's Neptune too. I so question number three, what sport did you fall in love with? I mean, like, I've always been a fan of basketball, like, growing up. I remember when I was in the sixth grade, that's, like, the first time I've ever, like, tried out for, like, any sport. The first and only time I've ever tried out for a sport. And, like, I didn't make the team, and I was super devastated. But I found out I didn't make the team because I missed the last um, tryout. But then they said it was, like not mandatory to go so i was like i thought i was like fine and they were like oh yeah you didn't make it to the last tryout so we thought you didn't want to play anymore so is it not your favorite sport anymore i mean i like it still and like i like to watch it like when we go to the bar like i love watching it it's super fun but <clears throat> i guess like a sport that like i felt like that i not like fell in love with but like that i found out that i actually enjoyed playing was like volleyball in high school for a little bit but i mean i wasn't good honestly i'm not good I like i'm not good at sports period but volleyball's fun though i i would say i liked it for a little bit i mean i'm i wouldn't say i'm good at it but i'm pretty I, if i if you were to put me in i wouldn't do so bad i'm not never mind i hate volleyball <laughs> anyway <laughs> For me, uh, hmm, baseball. Baseball looks cool. I like baseball. I like those. I like baseball, kickball. Uh, is there anything else similar to those? Anything with ball in it. Okay. <laughs> no. Yeah. The yeah. Well, yeah. Kind of that diamond kind of thing going on where you just gotta run for the bases and stuff. I don't know. Uh, baseball's cool just because it's like it's not too much. Uh, physical intensity in terms of like keeping up and whatnot but you do have to stay on your toes like if you're gonna run from base to base you know I like that feeling that's an adrenaline rush right there baseball is so hard to keep up with 
Actually, you know what? Ever since like the Golden Knights came to Vegas, I kind of like hockey now too. Same with hockey. Yeah, like when I first heard about the Vegas Knights forming, I looked at hockey a little bit. I mean, take it. I don't really watch baseball or hockey as much or consistently or even at all. But when I get a chance to, it's pretty cool. It's fun. I want to see a fight from now, every now and then. I feel that. What's your biggest pet peeve? You first. I hate when people put words in my mouth. Mm, oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel that one. I really feel that one. Brad has like a whole list running through his mind right now. Pet peeve. You know what? I'm just going to go with the good old, my classic. Um, when people put their feet on pillows. Oh, my God. You... You feet hate and, that. Feet and ass. No feet and ass on my pillows, please. You've always hated that. Even when, like, we were growing up, like, you yeah, always hated that. because, like, essentially, I don't want to get pink eye, which was confirmed in, I think, Knocked Up. And then with feet, that's high-key, like, the dirtiest part of your body, if you think about it. I mean, besides your hands and whatnot, but I don't know. That's a good one. It's kind of gross. I don't want to see black marks on my pillows, like from when you're walking on tiles. You know what? Actually, you know, I get you because like that's the one thing people get annoyed of the most when it's like in their face, like their feet. Yeah. Like people hate when like feet's in their face. I mean, not not like, you know, like a foot fetish or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not discriminating okay, against but, foot fetish. People. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not yucking anyone else's yum here, but it it's bizarre to me that for some people who are who do have foot fetishes, um, they'll go straight into it, like, f- like take the shoe off. Yeah, take yeah, the sock I'm done. off. Like, <laughs> no, I, I please take a bath first. If you want me to suck on your toes, please wash your feet. <laughs> okay. I don't have a foot fetish. Next question: Is your favorite song and why? Oh, I have so many. My my happy song is unwritten by natasha beddingfield oh my god i don't know for some reason if i'm ever feeling down or anything that's such a good song to listen to it's just i don't know if it's the song like the music or if it's like what she's saying but whatever she'd be saying it sounds good okay yeah 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 no one else can feel it for you what's after that i don't remember you don't remember either i'd say for me my favorite song. Only you can let it in. That's the lyric. <laughs> Only you can let it in. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Only you can let it in. Um, the first song at the top of my head is Rich N Word Shit by 21 Savage. Yeah, that's, that's a mentality right there. That mentality, that's a mentality. I don't know. All right, this is a Mel question. What is one dream you have yet to accomplish? Dude, everything. <laughs> I think, like, I mean, obviously, like, my like my end goal, obviously, is, like, to be a social worker. So I think that's, like, I guess, is that, like, a dream? Is that your end, end goal? Because you well, don't stop. You don't stop achieving. I know, but, like, I mean, like, end goal career-wise, I guess. In like a career dream wise is obviously to like have my own nonprofit. Okay. okay. 
So that's like a big dream of my I dream so much, you know me. And mm. my dreams always change. Sad energy, everyone. Yeah, like at first I wanted to oh, I always wanted to be like an artist, like get on stage. Like I I felt that so hard. Like I wanted to like I don't know, I guess like have one of my songs like blow up. Mm-hmm. But I guess like I just have a lot. But I think the main ones are like I guess like with music that would be like one one dream of mine that I have yet to accomplish because I used to post a lot of music. And they're still on SoundCloud, everyone. Yeah. If you're interested, uh, what is it, Melanie Ambita on SoundCloud? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's public. She's not ashamed, but she won't listen to them again herself. I refuse to show people my SoundCloud. They just have to find it. <laughs> oh, here it is, everyone. Uh, yeah, Melanie Ambita. Don't forget that. For me, I'm still in that... Uh, headspace of dreaming about performing and being an entertainer all right so i redownloaded bumble just because i've been bored and someone asked me what are you doing i'm like oh fuck i'm still at starbucks by the time you're reading or by the time you're listening to this i'm hopefully not at starbucks anymore but yeah i just want to find a better paying job so that i can make enough money to secure myself while I work on these projects to get me the career I want. And of course, that's going to include a lot of shit to do, but I'm excited. I'm going to be, I want to be some kind of like Mr. Las Vegas or something, just to start. It's always good to like rep your city, especially in a in a place where I feel like we don't have that much representation. Like people are so ashamed to be from Vegas. You know what I mean? I mean, like obviously we're, from Hawaii, yeah, and we will always rep Hawaii yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. But like where we live, where we you know became who we are and mm-hmm. everything, like getting raised, yeah, being raised. being raised here. It's like I would love to rep Vegas and be like, oh yeah, like if they're from Vegas, we can do it too. Because I feel like we don't have that a lot. Like we we know like Neo, we don't know Neo, but we. <laughs> I mean, we have Imagine Dragons, Panic at the Disco. The Killers, but people don't really like... All bands. But, but like, I feel like they don't really rep Vegas like that, you know? They don't. Because, like, there's artists like um, like 21 Savage. Like, he... Who is he from? Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah, he freaking always reps Atlanta, and everybody's like, Atlanta, Atlanta, like... You know, mm-hmm. even Meg the Stallion's from Houston. Yeah. You know, she reps Texas, Travis Scott, all of them. Like, mm-hmm. they love to rep where they're from. But, like, people from Vegas just don't rep Vegas. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, let's just say that you did go into music and you were investing more time with that. Um, if you ever let me on that, I'd be rep. I'd be rapping about Vegas. I think that's the only way I can, like, show my pride for Vegas is if I rapped about it. Because I... As much as, like, I've been through with my upbringing not being the greatest nor the cleanest, I'll admit, um, I still find love for this city. It's crazy, but it, it, I, I love it still. I know, like, it's just, it's like growing up in both, like, Hawaii and, like, Las Vegas, it's so different, you know? And it's just, for us, it's so normal to want to always talk about being from Hawaii because it's just such a great place to be from. And, like, Vegas is, it's not, it's not small, but it's not big. 
so i feel like people think like people always have this like one mindset on vegas like oh casinos sex yeah but it's so much more i feel like i feel like vegas is so much like vegas hits different than any other city that i've ever heard anybody come from like when you talk about certain things that you've done in vegas or like growing up people are like oh my god you did that you know what i mean yeah like drinking four locos like after school or something oh, you know what I, mean? like, <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that but that's <laughs> a great example like you know what i mean like smoking weed in like at the bike racks i smoked weed at the bike racks my freshman year of high school yeah like um during lunch parties getting raided when you're 15 years old running from trying not to get like caught caught up or anything see okay uh for a sec it's like you think you think it's about um us doing all of those things but in a sense i think it's like the frequency of it just because, you know, that could happen in, like, other states, too. Yeah. Especially, like, small-town states where, you know, a lot of the teenagers are probably bored and they rebel and whatnot. But mm-hmm. with Vegas, it's, like, the theme. Yeah. I think that's why. It's, like, the theme. Maybe we're the state that can hold their liquor better than any other state. Yeah. But I... I <laughs> don't take my word for that. I promise. It's, like, I, I truly don't know which state could outdrink the other, but... I wouldn't be surprised if Nevada through Vegas did that for everyone. And I think like another big thing, I hate dragging this, this whole conversation, but like, like, I think the whole big thing is that like, people don't really know Nevada either. Like if we were like a bit like California or like Arizona, Florida, like places like that, then people would. I guess be a little more interested in what we are, but Nevada doesn't really have much except for Las Vegas and Reno. Oh yeah, I've, I I want to mention Reno for their drinking too. Like mm-hmm. at the end of the year, they have their celebration after their exams. Mm-hmm. They'll fucking party and they'll collect all of their bottles around like the statue on their campus or something. Maniacs. Yeah, I, love it. I just think it's just. It's just because Nevada is not really like of interest. It's just Las Vegas yeah. is of interest. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like maybe it's only Vegas that does give attention to the rest of the state. Yeah. Who honestly. knows? Who knows? Who knows? If you're born and raised here or whatever. What is a relationship deal breaker for you? If you haven't overcome, not overcome your demons, but you show awareness of them and you show effort to overcome them or yeah like just small steps every day i'm i'm trying to be as patient as i can so um i feel that though i yeah i think like a deal breaker i guess like just being ready you know because like you know, people walk in, like, or not walk, but, like, people, like, you know, jump into relationships and something, like, it either works or it doesn't. Like, for some people, but I feel like long-term-wise, you know, you you should always just, like, know that not only you're ready, but also your partner. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing I truly would like to avoid when it comes to relationships. Like, like it, I I guess at this point in these times, it doesn't matter if you're really moving fast, but it's like, how much are you willing to choose um, love? Because I believe that love essentially is a choice 
and how much are you, you're choosing to stay with that person or how much fight can you put into maintaining this it's like i remember growing up i mean i was surrounded by friends who were getting into relationships and breaking up and i'm just like some of them would take the effort in trying to fix things and whatnot others they would break up at the first sight of something that they're too scared of fixing you know yeah like i think what's cool about getting to know people and like jumping into relationships is like having that understanding of what you want you know because some people are like oh i'm gonna casually date this is what i want this is how it's gonna go down and then some people are just like no like this is gonna be long term i'm not gonna waste any of my time so just i just like guess being set on like what you want and what you deserve what you need you know not i guess not need because no one really needs a relationship Mm -hmm. but i it's, it's basically like what What's going to make you happy and is your partner going to be able to stand beside you? Yeah. And are you going to be able to stand beside your partner? Yeah. Because it can't just be one sided. Yeah. Like you're still responsible for your own individual happiness at the end of the day. And then the happiness of the relationship or the healthiness, as I should say. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Facts. Facts. Ooh, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? I have two for that. The first one would be in Amsterdam. Of course. Because of the public smoking. It's beautiful. And I think I think I could actually live where I would want to in terms of like solitude. Because aren't there forests in the Netherlands that I could just be alone in? sure there's forests everywhere that you could just be alone in but yeah i guess i would just live in in amsterdam for the public smoking and the variety and i would live in maybe washington or oregon so i can live in solitude in my cabin i don't know i think i'm just so like comfortable with my life that i would live in vegas maybe not forever but like, I can see my... I know it says if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be, you know? But, like, I don't know if I would live anywhere else. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's fine. Sounds comfortable. It's, like, it's not that I don't want to try and, like... Like, maybe I'd live in, like, Japan or something. Oh, yeah, we talked about this. It's, like... I think... I hope we were on the same page when we talked about this, that we would want to make a name for ourselves here mm-hmm. and then and then expand. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. like, I I guess, like, if we're talking about, like, other countries, yeah, maybe I'd go to Japan. Sounds cool there, you know? Sounds fun, interesting, different, super different. But I guess, like, there's nowhere else that I'd want to live besides Vegas or probably even Hawaii. Like, I'd probably move back there. You know what? We might as well just be successful enough to have houses in different places. Well, that's what I would do. At least have a house in Cali, Washington, Amsterdam, whatever, Hawaii, Vegas. Everywhere, man. I don't know. I just, maybe I'm just too afraid of the world, you know? See, that's a really, I'm I'm really glad you're admitting to that because I think about that for myself every now and then. Yeah, I mean, like. I do want to travel, though. I do want to travel. I want to travel, but, like, I don't want, like, it's like the thought of, like, picking all your stuff up, like, 
and just like starting over you know what i mean and it's like it sounds so ideal and like cool and much needed but it's also like you have a life where you're from you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like why would i want to get rid of that you know not get rid of it but like start all over if i'm if i'm happy you know and that that's fair fair that's that's pretty pretty fair i think about that too it's just no yeah i feel that because i even said so too once i want to i want a job that just requires travel for me and i'll just come back home here in vegas yeah like if i needed to like go anywhere else i would always i think i'd always come back yeah okay private jet it is (laughs) okay we love the earth (laughs) what has been the biggest change you ever made that made you the most proud of yourself you can go first i would say just leaving the house to go live on campus it was that's like the most i've ever been on my own and they were helping me. All right. Yeah, my grandma, my grandparents were helping me with paying off <laughs> the dorm and whatnot. But it was a fun time. I just wasn't as involved. It sounds kind of depressing, doesn't it? But I, it just shows. I don't know. I felt like I was more in my prime, just being alone in my room, doing my own thing. I just love being alone. I love it. That's your um, guilty pleasure, being alone. That's oh my. Do it too much, don't I? It's like I always forget to text everyone just because I'm having the time of my life, like in solitude. It's, it's weird. It's not weird. I'm proud of it. I guess um, mine would be like. I mean, you know this one. Let's like me stop, like stop acting like I'm someone that I'm not. You know what I mean? That too. Yeah, like. I've had this conversation so many times in like the past two weeks with like my coworkers because when I first had started this my new job that I'm in right now, like everyone's like, Oh, like we thought you were like super shy and awkward and I was like, you know, sometimes you just have to scope out like where you're at, you know, or who you're around because you never know how somebody's gonna like take who you are. But then I was like, But that's who I am. Like Taurus rising everyone. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like, but that's just who I am, like, and then once I know, kind of, or not know, but, like, kind of have an idea of who, like, I'm around, like, I will be myself. And I'll yeah. always be myself, like, no matter what, like, why should I act any different at work, at home, and with my friends, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I will always be who I am, like, I'll never, like, tell myself to, like, oh, you need to act different because of this, this, and this, right. you know what I mean? Because, like, if you're doing that, like, you're only hurting yourself. Because Mm -hmm. then you kind of get lost with, like, who you are, you Mm -hmm. know? Ironically for me, uh, being myself has helped me with seeing that I I have different versions of me depending on the environment. It's, like, it's it's not not me. It's just, I guess that's how I adapt or that's how I mutate myself into the situation yeah like if i'm at work and everyone's chaotic i'm chaotic but i'm gonna be my own type of chaotic yeah 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 and sometimes that's the worst one out of everyone else and then when outside of work if i'm with my coworkers, like i'm still that weird chaotic kid but now that he's out of work he's just 
a little dialed down because he's exhausted. Yeah, I mean, it's all versions of, like, yourself. It's just in, like, sections, I guess. Or, like, depending, I guess. But Different, par- different parts of the day. Yeah, like... Where like, you are. Like, for me, like, I'll always be goofy. I'll always, like, make my little comments, make my little jabs, you know? That's just who I am. And I say what... I, usually, I Like, I don't even care. Like, I usually say whatever comes in my mind, you know what I mean? But I'll always still be aware of, like, who's around me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, indeed. Uh, it, okay. I'm, I, I'm not sure if you do this, too, but it's, like, when you do scope out your environment and you know how everyone is like or you see what everyone is like, you know which parts to show and what not to show. Yep, 100%. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know. It, it's not... Would you say it's like a way that we're like trying to control? Because I wouldn't say, I guess there is a little bit of control in it, but it's not like, I don't know. It's just, I know when to act up and when not to act up. Yeah. I mean, there's a time and place for everything. Okay. Okay. So like, I mean, at work, yeah, I'm going to be goofy and stuff, but once work, the work part comes in, then of course I'm going to like turn it kind of down do my stuff, but still be who I am. Mm-hmm. And then even when we're at bars, we make friends with strangers sometimes. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just who we are, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I think, because, like, you know, some, I guess, like, the reason why I say it's, like, this is, like, the biggest change that I've ever made for myself is because, like, when I used to hang out with other people, like, you know, I would try to, like, be myself and then be like, oh, Mel, like, you can't do that. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. And I hate that people try to tell you like what you're allowed to do and or like allowed to like like how to express yourself yeah how to express yourself yeah exactly like like i know there's like right and wrong of like things to do and things to say but it's like i know what i'm doing you know what i mean and like and if it's wrong then let me you know deal with that myself and like figure it out you know what i mean Instead of, like, trying to tell me, like, no, 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 that's not the right thing to do. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I guess mm-hmm. just, like, not letting people control who you are and, like, you being able to just, like, figure it out on yourself. Right. Okay. Okay. Yes. We have a lot of reasons to be proud of ourselves. And you do, too. Like, if I'm acting a fool, let me. <laughs> who cares, you know? Okay. What was the best phase in your life? I'd say when I was living with you. Oh my god, that was so fun. Too fun. I think that might be one of my best, too. Yeah. We had so much fun. We went through so much. Our car broke down in the middle of the streets. Mm. All the partying. All the partying. Let's go back to the partying. Oh my god. I just dragged Brad literally everywhere with Yeah, me. Mel's the reason why I was able to find an outgoing version of myself. <laughs> Which isn't too outgoing, like... If you notice, sometimes if I'm not having it or if I'm just, like, tired from something, I'll just be quiet. But I'm chilling. Chilling. It's so funny. Like, Brad's just, like, the popular kid that I bring around. (laughs) Every time I bring Brad around, everyone's always like, Brad! Nobody ever does that for me. (laughs) Like, like I'll walk in and everyone's like, hey, Mel, what's up? And then Brad will walk in, like, two steps behind me and they're like, Brad! (laughs) Name one. 
um the time for um um when we threw that birthday when i threw that birthday oh yeah that was a good night and everyone's like brad 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 like and it's all the time even on facetime like if we call if we were to call eileen (laughs) or no or eileen and isla or like even like micah Mm -hmm. everyone's like hey mel and then brad like pops up on the face on like the group facetime they go brad (laughs) damn wasn't it like that um on FaceTime with our family. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're like, hi, Mel, how you doing? And they're like, oh, my God, Brad. <laughs> and I'm like, damn. I was like, y'all haven't seen me in a while either. See, this is, this is what it's like to be a Virgo. Because, you know, I'm just going back to being alone. That's what I'm so proud of. I just, I don't know. I guess... You make me. You make people miss you a little harder if you don't put yourself out there as often or as hard. But that's just me. That's just me. Mel, everyone misses you. They just see you more than I do. No, it's not even that. I just talk too much. <laughs> They're probably like, oh, God, Mel again. Gosh, was the best phase in your life when you were on YouTube with your friends? You were in like what seventh grade? Yeah, like middle school. Yeah. How was it the best phase of your life? I don't know. He has yet to live it. Oh wow! So being with me is the best. <laughs> I was. Phase <laughs> your life. <laughs> I'll remember that. <laughs> oh, Josh God. is like, Josh is like the worst phase of my life. Is <laughs> is joining the Tadio family? Oh, shit. Everyone's mean. Is home a place? Oh, okay. Is home for you a place or a feeling? Describe that place or describe that feeling. Dude, home is a feeling. Doesn't matter where you are. You can feel... I mean, like... Well... I guess it's... I don't know. Because, like, uh-oh. I feel like it is a feeling because I see home in both places. In Vegas, in Hawaii, you know? Mm-hmm. But... Even if we were, like, in California, but we were all together, I would feel at home. Because mm-hmm. I think home is more so, like, what, like, it is a feeling. It's, like, the feeling of comfort, security, like, who you're around, like, is is your home. You know what I mean? Right. So, are you just describing that home feeling as comfort and security and love? Yeah, I, I mean, it's just, like feeling safe you know i think that's what a home is because because like you don't need like a physical home to like feel at home you know what i'm trying to say like of course i do love my room though yeah i mean i love my room is that would you consider that like your home well yeah i oh but yeah i do see it as a place and a feeling that's the hard thing because i love my room or i just love where my bed is and where I can close my door like just that wherever I am if I can have that I think I'll be okay just a place where you can like shut everything out oh yes home is where I can shut everything out (laughs) um but the feeling when it comes to the home feeling like what I could think about is um like if you Josh and I were to go to New York 
See, that was that's bad because I could go to New York alone if I wanted to. <laughs> but okay, no, if you, Josh, and I went to Japan, there you go. If you, Josh, and I went to Japan and I lost you guys, I wouldn't know what to do. I'd freak the hell out. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean. I guess home is also familiarity. Yeah, everywhere you go, you're always, like, going to feel like a piece of home. Yeah. You know how, like, people go to, like, I don't know. I I mean, I've never really, uh, I mean, no, like, I guess when people, like, are homesick, they go to, like, like restaurants that remind them of home or, Mm. you know, it's like, isn't that just, like, a feeling? Yeah, that's, yeah. I don't know. That's not nostalgia, is it? I don't know. I'm. I'm walking. No, yeah, because it's like you familiarity. Yeah. Familiarity. I mean, I guess it's both. Like, I I love my house, you mm-hmm. know. And I love, you know, Auntie Carmen guy's house. So. See, yeah, home. It's just a noun. It's just a word. It's all subjective. Home is a home is everything. Home is an entity. It's like a ghost. Home is where the heart is. I love that movie. It's not a real movie. What kind of parent do you think you will be? The fun kind. I think I'd be very fun, yet... Like, I would be a good parent. I think I would be a really good parent. Like, one of those parents that, like, they're not just your parent. They're, like, you know, your friend. Your friend, yeah. yeah. Like, somebody that you just... You can go to, you can you can trust. You know, I feel like you'd be your dad more than your mom. You think so? Yeah. Like, kind of laid back, but then when you piss me off, you piss me off. Yeah, but when you party, you can party. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. Doesn't mind, like, just partying, you know? Yeah, because it's as like... You don't, you know, you don't act a fool. Exactly, like... I'd be fun. I'd be, I'd be nice, I'd be sweet, but then, of course, I'd buckle down and be a parent, you know? I feel like, like, some parents feel like because they're parents they can do whatever and say whatever to their kids mm. but for me it's like i'm not gonna be like that you know what i mean like of course i'm gonna f- have my leadership role or whatever mm. or parenting authority role. yeah 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 my parenting authority i mm-hmm. guess but i'm never gonna like make my kid feel like they're not allowed to feel any other way and and like inferior yeah like the like i feel like Kids should be allowed to have their own feelings. And express themselves. And express them, yeah. Yeah. Like, if my kid's sad, of course, I'm like, why are you sad? Yeah. You know what I mean? And if, like, I'm that reason, then I shouldn't... Then we talk about it. Yeah, I shouldn't be upset. I shouldn't be like, oh, man, like, you're upset at me. You yeah, because I mean? from what you're saying, it's like, they're still a person. Yeah, they are. Because <laughs> kids are human, you know? Yeah. They just grow up, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah make mistakes everybody makes mistakes yeah because people have to realize how you're treated as a child is how you can take it with you yeah like into an adult into adulthood i definitely um not knowing any or not knowing the effects it has on you mm-hmm. it definitely has a huge effect like the way you the way you grow up for sure especially around like in situations like that because like then they'll think it's normal to react in that kind of manner, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you also have to think, like, 
if your parent is parenting like that, maybe there's influencing from your grandparents. Yeah. Not maybe, but yeah, you have to consider the parenting of your grandparents. For me, Facts. with my Cancer Moon, I know I'd be the nurturing type, but I would definitely be your mom in the sense of like, if I am provoked in the worst way possible, <laughs> after if I don't choose to, if it's something that's just like really pissing me off, then I won't be afraid to blow up. But that's besides the point because I'd still make sure my child feels loved. Um, did I tell you that? I found a surrogate mother. No. Um, it's this beautiful lesbian couple um, who also doesn't mind kids. And so if I actually, if I have a partner. Oh, I know who you're talking about yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I was talking to them about it and I was like, essentially, if I do have, if I do have a partner, then this kid is going to have four parents. Yep. Because I would want my partner to be just as involved in my kids' lives. Mm-hmm. Facts. And then, like, maybe we'll even mix it up and whatnot. But, yeah, we agreed, like, maybe four kids, two to them, two to us, and then we switch off. And then every now and then we have reunions. Because it's like, you know. Um, Just because we haven't gotten into it, by the way, um, I'm 22 years old. <laughs> Brad is 24 we're both from Hawaii, and we're vibing, and we're cool, and we're lit, and we hope that you all enjoy our podcast, because we actually have been working very hard on this for the past, like, what, f- few months, almost a year? Not even. Really? We haven't? Well, I feel agree. like we've been talking about this. I agree this. on the few months part. I feel like we've been talking about this for a really long time, though. No, it, time is just going slow because it's quarantine. Mm, true. And whatnot. But yeah, we've been we've been wanting to do this for a while. We've been kind of lagging because we have some stuff going on in our lives, in our families. So we've been kind of pushing this back a lot. But we hope everyone enjoys it. If you ever want to be part of the podcast, feel free to let us know. If you ever have anything you want to talk about or you want to hear us talk about, or going more into detail with like uh, the questions we had those were kind of like podcast questions so just let either of us know um hope we didn't bore any of you to death i'm hoping any some of you even made it this far to the end you can follow us on social media on instagram i am six red that is s-i-x-r-a-d on twitter i am aki underscore b a-W-K-Y underscore B. Um, on Vimeo, I am B. Anthony. On YouTube, I am B. Schnizzleness. Hope you can spell that out. No, where can we catch you? You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, just Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs> just follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Melanie Ambita. That is figure it out yourself. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's going to be my first name and my last name. All right. Well, you can reach out to us on any of our social media. If you have any suggestions about topics for the episodes, if you want to be part of our show, anything really, we are desperate and we're bored. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is our post-college project. Yep. This is just 
something fun, something for everybody to enjoy. So, so please stay tuned, and I hope you continue following us as our journey unfolds. Everyone, this has been Spoken to Your Taste.